Welcome to another episode of Rough Talk VR, a weekly podcast with in-depth game reviews, exclusive developer interviews, and the latest Oculus Quest news. We join our hosts, D Scruffles and Stratus2k1 today as they spend another episode breaking down and discussing the Oculus Quest virtual reality world. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Rough Talk VR. Uh, today we're joined by another guest. So, uh, my friend, do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and who you are? Yes. Um, so I'm Diego. I live in uh, Paris, France, and uh, I work in video games. I've been working in video games for more than 20 years now. Perfect, perfect. 20 yeah. years. Where did you um, where did you get your start? Because that's a long time ago. Yes. It, it's, it's a time where uh, there, were, there weren't uh, spe- specialized schools teaching you about video games, you know? So you have to you had to teach by yourself everything. Uh, so I started um, by in the 1999. It was the time of the Dreamcast and the PlayStation Two, and uh, I was working in a small video uh, yes video game studio which was called Inutero, and we worked on a, a game which was a platformer at that time, which was was called Evil Twin, and it was a platformer on the Dreamcast and on the PlayStation 2. That's where it all began for me in the video games. Well, that's awesome. It's funny. We were actually just saying the other week... Uh, About the Dreamcast. Yeah. I had one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we're, we're a father-son duo, so I grew up playing that as, yeah. as one of my first video games, and the Dreamcast is very underrated for how ahead of its time it was. I swear it was ahead of its time. Yes, you're right. It was a very ahead of a console at that time. So uh, currently you're... You're a developer for Into Hoop, which is a game made by Realcast. So, what's your role in Realcast? Are you like the lead developer, uh, one of the developers? Uh, is this like a dream project of yours? Can you tell us a little bit more about this? Yeah. So, uh, Realcast is a is a company I founded uh, four years ago uh, with a, a good friend of mine, which is called Nino Sapina, and we founded this company to create uh, at that time. XR uh, interactive interactive experiences for the museums, and uh, so I was co-founder. Uh, my whole life in in video games was about programming, so I was a little bit all the job titles you can find. So a programmer, lead programmer, uh, console programmer, tools programmer. Uh, when I was, I worked for eight years at Ubisoft in France, and I was producer, game director. So I changed a lot, but in the end, uh, what I really like and what are really my core uh, skills are programming and uh, and game design. Let's say so. For in the hoop, uh, I was creative director, and at the same time, one of the programmers of the of the of the game, and as we are a small company. We're about eight people. Uh, in those really tiny companies, you you make everything. So one day you make localization, one day you make some scripts, one day you test the game. So I really was involved in every aspect of the game, like like all the people I work with. It seems to be a common theme that we're seeing with developers that especially small ones that, yeah, you got to be a jack of all trades. You can't just be, you know, one dimensional and, and start making a video game. Yes, exactly. Uh, in, in fact, in, in the end, it depends on, this, on the size of your uh, development team. Uh, the more the, the development teams uh, grows and the more specialized people uh, are used uh, in, the, in the team. But in some very small development teams, of course, you have to be uh, multi-skilled. Uh, yeah, jack of all trades. Yep. Yes. Master of all, too. Not master of none, master of all. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so I want to I ask a question about in the game then, because you'd probably be the person to ask, but that like um, 80-style coin-op yeah. video game idea, who, whose idea was that? <laughs> well, in fact, it's... Uh, it, so it's my idea. It, in fact, um, I always I grew up in uh, arcades, uh, and I, I played a, a long time on arcades, and I really enjoyed that at that time. And 
uh, with VR, I wanted, uh, I had the idea to try to immerse people back in all those old arcade uh, rooms in the 80s stylish uh, kind. Uh, of course, one of our references is Tron, the, the video, uh, the movie, sorry, which uh, I don't know if you, you're familiar with, but tries to explain what happens in the computer when you're playing a video game. And, and yes, really this 80 stylish uh, arcade uh, and coin-ups is really something that I, I love. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you noticed in the game, but even the, the screen of the coin-up where you have all the menus, uh, we created some shaders to uh, emulate the CRT screens that we had at that time, where the... The pixels were big and everything was a little bit blurry, but and it, it gives us a really a, a touch of that time of that type of techniques and technology that we had at that time. Big big screens, but really low resolution uh, pixels. No, absolutely. The entire environment of the game, everything when I load in, makes me want to play in a, like a whole arcade, like yeah. one of those old arcades beyond one, just basketball. One hundred percent. Were these big in Europe? I know this is kind of like an ignorant question. Over here in America, like they, these were big growing up for me what, the as arcades? well. Yeah, like yeah, these kind of basketball monsters. games and stuff like that. Is that something that's big in that was big in Europe at that time as well? It it's, it depends on the countries really, because uh, in France it was not as big as as in Spain, for example. In Spain, really every town was filled with uh, arcades, uh, and it was very cheap and. I believe that in France it was more difficult to find those, those kind of uh, coin-ups and arcades because uh, you had a kind of law where uh, when you were a kid you couldn't play you couldn't play with uh, uh, games where you have to put money. You, you see what I mean? So in in certain countries it was more difficult to find arcades and in other it was really uh, top and very high uh, rated and you could see a lot of them. And Spain. I, I spent a lot of time during my holidays in Spain, and uh, that's where I had the time and the possibility to to play those arcades at that time. All right. Now, as, as somebody who's half a century old now, <laughs> I spent a lot of time playing the old um, coin-op games, and you hit it really well with the the nostalgic feeling of that game. Yeah, and I, I did recognize the screen as well, that you yeah. know, it had that same color resolution. Yeah, almost a colored hue to it that would glow over the screen. Um, no, I so I, I it made me fiend for, and I think we even said it for the review. You did such a good job with that arcade machine. It's like we almost want the whole arcade, even yeah. though out of fairness to the game, it's called In the Hoop. But somehow we're left craving, like you know, we want that full arcade, ski ball, everything. everything. Exactly, you know? and that's of course that's what the one of the ideas that I had at that time is. Uh, Let's let's recreate my own arcade room. You 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 ever wanted to to you know to buy this big arcade that you played like Outrun for example? I I always wanted to have Outrun in my home. And of course it's it's kind of expensive and at the same time you have to have a big room. So the idea was let's create a room uh that you can customize yourself and put exactly the arcades that you love to play with like pinball if you are if you are a pinball fan or uh, more coin ups etc but in the end today uh, as we are a small team we could create you with just one game but of course we would like to add other coin ups and in the end recreate this uh, arcade fantasy and the, the best arcade room yeah, that you could have if you had a big a big house well i I love the sound of that. I mean, definitely, because and and we're doing a little disjustice to the game by not talking about because it, it's actually more basketball related. Yeah, um, right. But, but yeah, the the overall big picture, it's selfish. I know we. I think we even said it in a review. It's like sometimes we're just selfish for the things that we wish we could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with no consideration of the work what it, it takes took to, get, the, yeah. to get to this point. You know, yeah, it's, the it's amount just of funny. effort it took from the developers. But you know, you can see the other games and everything in the environment in the background too. Like it's the environment's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Thanks, thanks a lot. I'll tell that to you to my graphics. So is this real cast? Us. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, is, no it, is this real cast? first game yeah so in fact 
as I told you, Realcast is uh, almost four years old now, and uh, during the four, the three, the four three years of the company, we were creating uh, XR experiences and, uh, more specifically, uh, augmented reality experiences for museums. Uh, so, yes, really, the In the Hope is the first game, and in fact, we we didn't want to start uh, creating video games until there was enough uh, headsets in the market. We know we knew that at that time that the market was too uh, little, and uh, to wait for the market to be mature, uh, we worked on those XR experiences where we, at the same time, we learned uh, to create immersive experiences and have uh, the player uh, be emerged in a full uh, dimensional uh, space. Uh, so yes, Indiaup is really our first uh, VR game because. Uh, we think that now the market is ready and there, is, there are enough uh, headsets on the market to start to create, uh, uh, to, to sell enough games to, to make a living on, of, of it. If I... No, I think the timing, that it's perfect timing right now. I mean, you're... With the Oculus Quest too? Hell yeah. Yeah. But ne- there's never been so many VR headsets. Being so yeah, right. you know, by far number one and I, you know... It, Sooner or later, they're going to release another one, and I assume that'll give you more power to play with than they currently have. Your level of detail in the basketballs, man, is unbelievable. Thanks. It it seems like such a small thing, but I don't yes. know. There was one of the one of the the tutorials. There were different. Um, it was like it seems like different balls coming down, and each one I was picking up. I was telling these scruffles over here. I'm like, dude, the level of detail in the lighting on these balls is next level. I'm like, these guys have to be fascinated with NBA or something. Cause there's just so much work that went, had to have gone into that. <laughs> You're right. So, I mean, hats off to you guys for the, the detail in that. Yeah. It, thanks it a lot. We, we really yeah. tried to, the, the, the experience of grabbing a ball and, and launching it is not, is not easy today. We know that. Because it's really uh, uh, different from what you can see in other uh, VR games that uh, are basket related, but we believe that once, if you take enough time to learn to grab the ball, which doesn't exist, uh, really you can have not the same fun, but very a very close uh, fun uh, as a real arcade. And we spend a lot of time on reading the. The controlling the, the 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 ball and and grabbing it and launching it, and I don't. I wanted to ask you guys, if you did you try with the controllers and with the hand tracking and. I was actually going to talk about that. I was going to say I give you a lot of props for uh, really trying to push the hand tracking. That was my initial. What I tried was the hand tracking for the oh, tutorial, yeah. and I made it far. I made it to the last level of the tutorial. Oh yeah, uh, but it's just a a little bit too shaky for me like it it, you guys did really good with like the capabilities of the oculus quest 2 and their sensors uh but i tried for like a couple play sessions a couple hours like really Mm -hmm. trying the the hand tracking and like it was it was like 60 percent good Mm -hmm. 65 percent good but i I ended up switching to the controllers uh and when i switched to the controllers i found the the shooting much much more smooth. Now, mm-hmm. granted, you know, the hand tracking is a skill of its own. Um, it just seems like the quest makes your hand shake a lot. Like there's a little like almost seizure going on yes. at all times. I don't know if it's my device either. You know, I, I had like one of the original launch models of the quest too. Uh, okay. But I found when I switched to the, the, the controller tutorial, I breezed through that in like 10 minutes. You know, you, you yeah. went on to post a high score after that. Too. Oh yeah, I got one of the high scores of uh, one of the coin ops. Of course, it was easy coin op, right? I mean, Doesn't matter. <laughs> that's it's still great. A high that's, score. That's, you get your initials yeah. in there. I saw the, that's the number one, and it was eighty, eighty points, and, <laughs> ah, and I good. was like, "Well, I was like, oh, I'm gonna shit on that," and then I, I got like three sixty <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I can't beat it. No, I, I have bad luck with the hand tracking in general with almost everything. But I enjoyed the the interactiveness of the tutorials. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which I I felt you know gave you at least an ability to learn. Okay, this is. But 
I don't blame the failure of my ability to use hand tracking on the developer as much as I would just my luck with the hand tracking in general. I would say myself as well as the device. So I I switched over to controller. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's nice to hear. Uh, the thing, but, um, the thing really with the hand tracking is it really uh, depends a lot of the lightning of your room. So, for example, when you play you have a dark during room. the day or during the night, it will be completely different. Um, of course, uh, it's the quality is much better on the Quest Two than the on the Quest One. Uh, and uh, I j- I even tested sometimes. I, I really wanted to to uh, try to have the uh, the the best hand tracking possible on the device. And I even tried, uh, you know, uh, putting white gloves uh, to help the system uh, better uh, see my hands in the image. And for sure it helps. But at the same time, we can help. Uh, we can ask everybody to put white gloves. to. to <laughs> gloves. <laughs> I would I would try it, though, because <laughs> yeah. I love yes, the you idea should. You of should. hand tracking. Well, you make me want to try it in the daytime, because now I'm thinking I play my quest too after work at like 9 10 p.m that's probably why my hands are having a seizure yeah with like probably. bad lighting in my room so and then and then or, or uh, the other thing that you have to take care a lot about uh, to help hand tracking system is to play on the uh, areas where you have a lot of patterns different color patterns like if you play on the uh, a gray area where there is no pattern at all the system will struggle a lot to find your hands because, as you know, uh, the cameras of the Quest 2 are uh, black and white. So really, you have to have big contrast, a big pattern of contrast between uh, the floor and your hands and your Quest. And this will help a lot the system to uh, understand where your hands are. You just dropped some big knowledge on me. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's a knowledge bomb. That's some that's some good stuff to know. And you know what's actually cool to know if Oculus ever because like software wise and like game wise, you're you're good to go with the hand tracking. In my opinion, the issues come from the hardware itself. If Oculus ever drops a Oculus Two Pro model mm-hmm. or you know a, a three, your mm-hmm. game's kind of already yeah already ready to go there. You know, yeah, that's that's the good thing about uh, the hand tracking is. The first thing is it's a lot of software, so it's really a machine learning that they use to to find your hands and uh, and find the position of each of your fingers. So the good news is at every update of the software on the Quest, it can improve the hand tracking. Okay, and without even done... new hardware? That's yes, awesome. Yes, exactly, exactly. Because really it's machine learning. So it's really, uh, you have to have a big set of data with very different hands, very different background, and... and make all the learnings on that, those images and the more you do it the more the system is good and the better the system can uh, uh, see where your hands are so in my opinion every new uh, uh, software update on the quest will no matter what uh, improve the hand tracking and so you're telling course, me right now if if all of us go and start playing into hoop and use the hand tracking into hoop it will give oculus more data and it will improve the hand tracking more too yes yes probably i don't know uh, if today hey, I'm, I'm figuring they're tracking everything <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah probably you're right <laughs> and of keep course, that in mind these vr porn guys they know your yeah. dick size as you're whacking you know <laughs> yes. what's wrong with you oh boy but it's it's it's, it's true that uh, you're right about the fact that uh, every user that is playing hand tracking with their hands, with their bare hands, uh, are helping Facebook to uh, improve their uh, their algorithms and their data. Shit, you make me want to shoot hoops just on principle now. Um, <laughs> so, do you ever? Do you have? Because, like we were saying before, it's such a beautiful environment, and everything like that. Do you ever have intentions of adding other arcade games besides the basketball? Because, like, a cool part of the tutorial. Just to get you used to the hand tracking and everything, mm-hmm. you know, you stack the the dominoes, yeah. not dominoes, uh, dice. You have to, yeah. you know, roll them to six. You know, like, yeah. do you ever have any other intentions of any other mini games besides basketball? Or it's called into hoop, so let's keep it basketball. Uh, it's, it's true that it's clear that the name uh, makes the game. It will be difficult to now propose other 
gameplays <laughs> that are not uh, basketball related. But but uh, and the other thing is we really want to make to improve the game a lot. We have lots of ideas to uh, to improve the game. So we still want to iterate for uh, probably for the next year on giving more levels, uh, adding online multiplayer because we we really think that it would be a great uh, way to play with your friends, to just shoot some hoops uh, one against the other in real time uh, while you while you talk. Uh, it's really really interesting. So we have lots of we have still a lot on our plate to make in the hoop like we want to it to to be like and uh the other thing that we want to add uh, in, in my mind it's really uh i would like in the end that the you know the coin up the the basket coin up to be uh like a pinball at the same time what i mean is today we have a coin up that is really a basketball like uh hopefully uh, before the end of the or the third quarter, we'll release a new uh, coin-up, which was, will be uh, the Haunted House. And here we create, we, we give to the, the to the player a, a whole new coin-up with whole new sounds, a new gameplays uh, with the basket, and uh, which will renew completely the experience. Like when you play a pinball, uh, I don't know, with a Star Wars pinball, and then you change and you play a prehistoric uh, pinball it's really a completely different universe and art etc so we really have lots still lots of idea to improve just the basketball uh, gameplay and so then you're, you're, oh, oh, i'm sorry, yes, sorry. and then so uh, to finish uh yes we think that um we could probably uh like some other sports games where you use your hands a lot like the volleyball for example or other uh, games where it, we really could do something really interesting with the hand tracking that we have today. Oh, you got me excited for these new game modes, and I'm I'm really excited for online for multiplayer. I yeah. me, me and Stratus play most things together. Yeah. yeah. So if we could so, get competitive and talk shit as we're both trying to do coin op and beat score, um, that's really the fun of this uh, basketball arcade. Is when you play together, you are close to each other. You have a challenge, so uh, and the challenge mode is something that we will release uh, in, uh, I believe, by the end of this month. So really, a, a series of uh, levels, and when you can compete one against the other, you see each other playing, and you have those these challenges that you have to to go through. It will be really uh, amazing. I, I think. I'm excited. Now we had we had mentioned one of the things that was really missing was just the ability to to play with a human being, and we kept mm. seeing coming soon on the yeah the main menu. Yeah. yeah. So uh, reading the reviews, you know, your guys are on App Lab. Now we'll talk a little bit more about App Lab in, in just a moment. I'm a huge fan of the the App Lab platform. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we got currently 21 ratings, 13 reviews, and your it's 14.99. Uh, is that the the final price of the game as more updates come in, or as we see these updates, uh, like co-op? I'm sorry, not co-op. Uh, multiplayer, different game modes. Are we going to see that that price go up? Uh, so for the moment, uh, as we mentioned for uh, initially with the version one of the game, there are things that we had in mind that we wanted to uh, to to push to the players. But we want to. We wanted at the same time to to really have get a, a first version very quickly on the App Lab uh, to be here, to be there and to also to have feedbacks from our, our players because really what as we really do and tracking really uh, differently than the others we want to see if people would still like the gameplay even if it was not so easy to play. So uh, so in our mind. Uh, there are a series of yes of uh, features and as you as we mentioned uh, online uh, a new coin up the challenge mode more levels that we want to uh, push for the players without changing the price because today uh, uh, the game is re is is still uh, there is not so much content and we are aware of that so we really want to have a game that has enough content 
And uh, when we are uh, happy with that, then pr probably we'll try to sell new uh, levels or new coin-ups with, uh, you know, um, pirates uh, uh, environment or other kind of stuff, perhaps uh, paid. But for the moment, uh, we have still a lot of uh, things to, uh, to, yes, to... Yeah, completely understandable. And I'm always curious about, like, the internal... <laughs> Uh, development things like I have a bunch of questions about the process of App Lab and Official Store and stuff like that. But like internally, what was the process like to to decide on fourteen ninety nine? I'm always curious about how things work internally uh, at at development companies because sometimes it's easy for me to have you know an outside opinion as a consumer as I work a nine to five and yeah. you know live my life. But the other side of developers where you guys have to eat is always different yeah. too that most people don't see as well. So what was the internal side to to decide on on the current price of the game. Well, so it's as you said, it's a really difficult process to uh, to decide what's the price of the the game you are developing. Um, for sure, we we had a look, an extensive look of all the games on App Lab that were available, and so we make made a, a big benchmark of the, the price of the games, the content they had, uh, the the kind of games so of course we we were more uh, focused on uh, sport games and we did we really tried to to see uh, for 20 dollars uh, uh, what you what kind of content you had what for 10 uh, euros what you had or what 10 dollars sorry what you had and uh, perhaps the difficult thing for the people but even I'm not sure about that, but because I didn't see it in the reviews, people could say could argue that fifteen dollars for the content that we have today is is perhaps big. That's what that's why for us it's important to add more content and keep the price as it is, and uh, re re reward the or first players that have paid for this money, and to give the, give them the right amount of content. Yeah. And for us, I believe that 15 euros would be that you can play at least uh, three three hours of content. Uh, well, that's how we tried to imagine things. Well, with more content coming soon too, it's like, hey, you got to see both sides, you know. Like, uh, I mean, for for the developer side side too, you know. Mm. And it's not like you guys are like, all right, every new update is going to cost money or anything like that. You're like, hey, let's get this game to to be loaded with content too. So exactly, like I said, exactly. people, it, you always got to see both, both sides of things like the developer side. Like I said, you guys are uh, a company of eight people and stuff like that. You guys got to eat at the end of the day as well. Yeah. Um, exactly. So uh, the process of like, like app lab. So are you guys content with staying on app lab? Are you looking to get on the official Oculus store? Uh, and can you tell us a little bit more like about what that process is like? So um, uh, we started, uh, of course, by uh, asking to be on the on the official uh, Oculus Store. But as you probably know, it's really very hard to to get uh, a green light to really uh, for the first time uh, publish on the Oculus Store. Uh, so so we said, okay, let's go with SideQuest first and uh, see what happens and at the same time uh, so the app lab was uh, released and uh, we were very happy about that because it was very a very convenient way for people to be able to access the game and uh, and even if it's not very it's not on the official store it's still easy to find and uh, I, I I can understand that Oculus uh, uses App Lab to see what the potential of the games and really select the ones that are really making good uh, reviews on the App Lab. Uh, but then uh, what what we don't know is uh, after well, what are the conditions that will make that a game that is on App Lab will be pushed on App Store, and we've we've seen that for uh, several examples. 
So we've seen that app uh, games that were on App Lab uh, launched on App Store after uh, I don't know four months or five months. Uh, so on our side, it's still difficult to understand what are the it's really the, the things that are going to make that Oculus uh, will switch us or propose us to go to the App Store. But yeah, we well, heard, for example, that uh, you have to have at least 100 or 200 reviews. And then Oculus uh, looks at your game and can say, okay, you have enough reviews that are high. Now uh, it can be a good time to go out on the, app, the Oculus Store. There, we, we always talk about the importance of reviews. We didn't know, <clears throat> even as a consumer, I mean, yeah, every game has reviews. Everyone reads a few of them. But we didn't actually know the benefit to the developers of these reviews, that they're actually gauged and you know, can't move to the next tier unless they yeah. And that's just one of the criteria. So, I mean. So, that's what we heard. That's, you know, like not non-officially information. So we don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> well, that's so what we see. heard as well from a, a developer, uh, Tomikas, Thomas. Uh, he develops Rodent People Origins. It's a escape room mm-hmm. on escape room game on App Lab. He said the same thing. It seems to be positive reviews in large quantity, which is tough because like I love App Lab. Again, I, I praise App Lab all the time. Mm-hmm. The only downside to App Lab is you don't see it on yeah. the officials. You don't see it. You, like, you have to type it in. You yeah, or go to character Lab. for character or go to an online directory. But I feel like yeah. probably like only 10, 10% of people are that hardcore consumers that yeah, they that's true. like, that's like true. myself and Stras that we're constantly on the, the app lab directories checking for new games. <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's grown a lot. Uh, if they had like an app lab part of the store where it's like, Hey, these are unofficial games, but here they are view all or something like that. I feel like that might help. Because uh, 21 ratings and 13 reviews might not sound like a whole bunch in comparison to, you know, the 8,500 that Population 1 has. But that's a lot for an App Lab game. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So, yes, so I, I, invite you, I invite you, if you did review the game, <laughs> to, make, to make a small review if you, if you can. Yeah, definitely. I tried to review them all. If I didn't, I'll definitely do it. Because like I said, I yeah, it helps, helps you know, even as a as a podcaster it helps us so much when people subscribe drop reviews it's like people uh it's easy to be a consumer and consume 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 not that there's anything wrong with that either uh but it's easy to underestimate how how much these small things make an impact yeah they add up yes yeah yeah the cool thing that the cool um how can i say the cool one of the cool things that we had uh yesterday is we were our game was mentioned in the oculus blog uh, among all the a lot of titles on the app that are that are uh, released, that's that's a cool thing for us, and that shows that Oculus uh, watches us. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, huge. Actually, yeah. you're on their radar. Then that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know if they did that. Yeah, they they publish every now and then. I I believe once once per month. Uh, highlight a, a re- really quick highlight on on five to ten games that are released on the app lab. Well, you guys are kind of one of the the games more pushing the boundaries of cutting edge with the hand tracking stuff. That's why I, I, I figure you guys are kind of an eventual. As soon as you get, I think once the co-op comes, yeah. not co-op, I keep saying co-op, I mean multiplayer. <laughs> once the online, I can play with Stratus mode comes. I think it's it's complete enough that it's a no-brainer to be on the online, I mean, official yeah. store. Yeah, I hope so. You, you know, more we, coin ops, more more modes. I think that's a benefit yeah. after but uh, I really, I really wanted to uh, first to have the challenge mode ready before the multiplayer, so that we have this mode that is really cool for multiplayer uh, to be already there when we add the multiplayer. So now that we, makes that sense. we that's now that we have that, uh, we 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 will move on the multiplayer. And I believe yeah. the next version that will release will have the multiplayer. I get that content, content, content. Yeah. Yeah. That's le nerf de la guerre, as we say in, in French. I give um, huge kudos to the physics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on it's freaking basketball. It's very, very fun to shoot through. That's why I'm excited to see the progress of this game. Like you said, the physics is is well done. They've, like using the backboard, the rim, it's like. Yeah. Or no, yeah. no backboard. 
Yeah, or no backboard. <laughs> no backboard. That, is that, no backboard. <laughs> but again, I'll I'll point out the level of detail is is over the top. Yeah, I so, love the tutorial too. The tutorial was yeah. Oh yeah, I said that during the review. I I the tutorial was. Some people uh, find it weird because we just we don't say nothing about the tutorial. We just you you boot your basketball game, and you start it, and they they pop dice, and you say why why why. <laughs> Why am I playing with dice when I want to play basketball? <laughs> Just complete a couple levels, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's it. Uh, so, yeah, something I wanted to uh, say about the hand tracking again and the physics, because you, you mentioned it. Um, so we had a lot, lot of people, or a lot of feedbacks from people uh, saying that, uh, I don't know if you, were, you play a lot of basketball in the real life, but... You know, basketball uh, players have this kind of this peculiar move where they have the ball on one hand, and the other one is just a, a guide. And uh, I don't know what if you see what I mean. No, I know exactly what you mean. And uh, today, when people try to do that, they, it's, it's not r r working very well because as the gloves are very sticky. Uh, if the ball touches uh, the glove, uh, the, the its direction will change. So that's one of the things that I want to improve for. Pro not perhaps the next version, but the version after that is retry to nail the real uh, basketball um, um, hand uh, that. Yeah, hand placement, like the yeah, the jump shot, that typical, you know. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. hand in front, the other hand yeah, exactly. just kind of. Yeah, and that's one of the on the really on the gameplay on the mechanic side, uh, something that I want to improve, so that every even people that really really play a lot of basketball can have the feeling of this gesture, which is working as they want. Yeah, definitely with the hand tracking, you kind of have to throw uh, like a little kid like a three-year-old, you know, hand yeah, at the yeah. chest exactly, and like yeah. projectile up. Yeah, see, I, I always try to do it the traditional way. I can do it better the, with the, the controllers. One hand and then uh, the hand underneath the ball kind of throwing it. And remember, yeah. I was I was saying I, I just can't seem to get it good like that, but I had better luck. The true thing is everybody can find its own way of pushing the ball where he wants. Yeah, I mean, this guy, this guy kills it. I can't compete against well, him. With the controllers, I kill it. The controllers, I got a smooth shot. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I definitely want to try the improved lighting, and I'll even try some gloves just because I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to try to do it in the daytime now. Yeah, you should, and you see if, you, if there are other games that you like that are using untracking, it will benefit them also. Oh, like, and again, hey, I think your game, if somebody made a list of like games that are utilizing hand tracking on cutting edge levels, you have like this, that wizard game. And mm. I mean, I can't think of many. I mean, chess, the chess game has hand tracking, but even that one's shaky. Did you, I got did some you, complaints about that game, but that's a different conversation. Did you try the um, hand physics? Uh, what's the name? Hand physics game? Yeah, I actually own it. Yeah, the hand <coughs> physics lab, I think it's called. Hand physics yep. lab, yeah, exactly. Yes, you're right. Yep. This one is really, also really cool. I don't know what what's your opinion about that. I I to be dead honest, I bought it, and then I made sure my my hand tracking was on through the Oculus, and then I had terrible. I don't know. It just wasn't doing well, and I questioned the lighting. So I did have an overhead light, so I made sure that was on, and it still was not working great. So I said, you know what, let me shut it off, and I'll try it again months later, and admittingly haven't tried it. Hmm. And then I think your game was the next time I tried any hand right. tracking. Okay. And probably had more success with it than I have with other games, but I was complaining I just never have good luck with the hand tracking. Yeah, like I said, I think like your game really pushes the yeah no you were really availability. It, it's just the the current limitations. I was I was, I always said hardware limitations. I guess now you're saying yeah. it's you know yeah. that's awesome that it's the software that seems easier to fix almost. Of you course, need everybody the, to buy the, a new headset. Yeah, with better hardware, it would be better, of course. But the good thing is, yes, we can have improvements even on the software. <laughs> So no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so Diego, 
Yeah. Uh, do you have any other, uh, anything else you want to say with us? Any other updates coming soon? Anything else that you're working on? So, um, we are, so we launched on steam VR in August, I believe. Yes. Ooh, I, I no, read that. I just wasn't sure how accurate it was. Yeah. I saw that. And I think I saw PS VR as well. Right. And then, yes, that's the other thing is that so we are starting to uh, to dev, to port the game on PSVR. So that's huge. Uh, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, I'm excited and to see PSVR kind of make a little resurgence with the second one coming out. So the so the first version will today we are launching for PS4 and PSVR, and of course we we'll launch on, on PS5. But today we we don't know if they will have end tracking or not. So today it will be only controllers. They're not losing out, though, on the... And I really hope that they they will make a hand-tracking version. And do you have any insight on, like, what the the market size of, like, the Oculus is versus Steam VR or PC VR versus PS VR? Uh, I would imagine my brain would say the Oculus is probably the biggest market. Yes, I I believe so. Uh, uh, But, yes, so... PSVR was pretty good market, big market. I think it was about five million uh, units. I think something like that. But I believe that uh, Oculus killed it. And uh, Steam, it's really it, from the the beginning of the how how the game is selling on a Steam VR. It's really um, surprising uh, the the low. Uh, I don't know if. There are still a lot of people on VR on Steam. It seems that yeah, it seems, very, everybody is on Oculus today. It seems like the, even the, even some of the, the PC VR diehards are slowly switching over to the Quest too. Well, I mean... Such so such a good headset, man. And financially... Yeah. It's, it's and if great. you want to use it for PC VR, you can. So. Yeah. yeah. But... Exactly. um. So I always like to give some some love to some other other guys that we've interviewed, other games that we've we've loved too. Like uh, I mentioned, Rodent People Origins. Uh, that's one I love to hype up because that's one of those App Lab games that that probably should be on the official store and needs more attention. That's a escape room that's multiplayer up to four people. Highly fun. Uh, did you mention in the beginning that you did some Pixar work? Pixar. No, yeah. Did uh, you mean U- Ubisoft? Oh, Ubisoft. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, misheard for a second. I was going to say, if you if you like kind of animation and stuff like that, uh, I highly recommend uh, a movie, Madrid Noir, that we recently watched. Uh, man, if you have some time for like a 30, 40 minute little VR experience, I can't I saw, recommend I that movie. The, I didn't see the, I saw the um, the trailer, but I didn't see the, the, the yeah. so I, you recommend I, it? I had very low yeah. expectations because I'm yeah. not really an animation guy. I recommend yeah. it. Yeah, we, we reviewed it, and we were both like, it was kind of something we reviewed for the podcast, and we were both like, all right, let's see what happened. Both of us got tears to the eyes. Oh, yeah. So I re- so. definitely tried it, because I'm really uh, into uh, the experiences that are just storytelling, but using VR. It's always, I'm very interested with that. No, then you'll probably definitely enjoy this. Yeah, they do a very good job. It's like minor interaction. Yeah, there's some interaction yeah. in the beginning, some interaction towards like the middle endish, but like it's too more of an experience. Yeah, and it's like, like you're old, part of it. Yeah, and it's old school like movie reel too. So you put the reels in. There's two different reels, so two different parts. You know, it's mm. it's. I highly recommend it. It's a f- amazing VR experience. Another one of those yeah. like you guys kind of cutting edge. Okay, have a look at that. Thanks, guys, for the. So what I I know you say you like to do more you know moving experiences, but what kind of VR experiences do you do other than, of course, play into hoop all the time? Yeah, like in your free time, what are you playing? <laughs> so I really I'm really focused on VR today. Um, and I'm not uh, as you said I I spend a lot of time coding or play or testing my game, but when I have some time I. Really, the first game I, I tried that made me into VR was uh, Astrobot on PS4. Uh, and uh, today, uh, the last game I, I played was uh, Star Wars uh, Rogue Squadron. Or Squadron Lead, I don't remember the name exactly, but you know, Star Wars, uh, where you play uh, the Rebels and uh, the Empire, but in uh, X Wing or TIE Fighters, etc. 
Oh, the Star Wars Squadrons? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, the the PC VR one. Yep. How was that? How was that? Cuz I I recently picked that up on uh on my Shadow subscription. <laughs> so I I'm waiting <laughs> to, to to give it a shot. What do you think of it? No, oh, it's 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 great. It's great really because uh because even if it's tough because it's really dogfight in the in the space and it's not always easy to to find your enemies or to lock on them but really the fact that you can be in a X-wing cockpit or a tie fight of cockpit is really great yeah VR dogfights that's uh that's yeah. an experience right there what who do you go with are you are you rebel or empire well, when you start the game, and I, I always play games that have a, a, star, a strong storyline. I am not a, a big multiplayer uh, player, so uh, when you play the storyline, you start as a, as a Tie Fighter uh, uh, pilot, and uh, you fight against rebels. And then, after I'm, I would say twenty or thirty minutes after the first mission, you switch to uh, the rebels. So. The storyline really uh, makes you go from uh, from uh, rebels to uh, empire, go back to rebels, and in the end, what they want to do is make you uh, try all the uh, all the big starships that are in the in the Star Wars franchise. So the Y wing, the Y wing, sorry, the Tie Fighters, etc. And are you a big Star Wars fan, or? Yeah, of course. Uh, (laughs) have you played some of the other star wars games like the uh the vader immortal the the tales of the galaxy the vader immortal was really a crazy experience it's really for me it's one of the best experiences on uh, in vr and i played the jedi um, uh, jedi that was the last yeah, they they dropped one. I think it was like Tales of the Galaxy's Edge or something like that. I don't remember the name. I didn't play that one, but yeah. I lo- I played in Love Vader Immortal, especially that uh, that dojo. Yeah, so v- the Vader Immortal. I I was really excited with the first episode and really upset with the second one because I found that there was not uh, all the content or all the storyline or really all the there was not it was not that good the second one and it seems that they put every uh, all their effort on the first episode which is really great uh, but the second one is really deceptive for me and i boot the third one and i never played it <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny i think i'm in that same boat i think i know i've heard everybody two. say pretty much the same complaint. i think i did the first two first and not one's the third. great second yeah. one you you wish you hadn't bought it and the third one you're not wasting your money and, on it well the third really one bad I, because, yeah, I think sorry. i bought and didn't play as well it's funny you say that yeah and the second one is too bad because they use the force and really you can make great things with the force but they don't use it at all it's really a, a pity so in and the I, end it was i didn't uh, buy the the last episode you you were mentioning uh what's the name the tales of the galaxy edge yeah. i think that's it don't quote me on that but something like that no i didn't play yeah, yeah. that one i heard it was pretty short as well that was kind of my complaint with episode two of yeah, yeah. the vader immortal is pretty short exactly. well there has i mean replayability is huge to me and that that's one of the things that i think when the multiplayer drops within the hoops it all yeah. of a sudden becomes very replayable. Well, I think, like I said, online. Although we kept, we we stayed in party chat and each played and stuck talk shit to each still. other. Yeah. yeah. Even <laughs> though we were just, we weren't in, you know, we couldn't see each other, but still we made yeah. it work. Yeah. But I think <laughs> yeah. you push out this new game mode, this online and it's why not, why no, not to I, the official store? I love store. that it's not, it's not a dead project at all. It looks like there's a long future for into hoops and then possibly branch offs that, you know. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm liking. Yeah, yeah the real cast arcade. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 100%. We yep. had talked about that, get winning tickets, yep. oh, win stuff. I think that there's so much potential with that. Yeah, what we were saying in our review of it was like, imagine if there was a bunch of different games. This is being so selfish, because here we are, two guys just re- reviewing. No no concept of the amount of work that goes into these things, so I apologize <laughs> for that as well. Like, imagine if there was like a bunch of these different style games, skee-ball, basketball, all that stuff. Yeah, you got tickets with like, and then the yeah. tickets are, are how you unlock more like skins and different balls and different, yes, of course. maybe different games, like so much potential. Mm. Thanks. We'll try to 
to really make make it big as big as possible <laughs> yeah no you did a good job with the the v or the arcade basketball experience doing it in vr you did a good job with that yeah no it it we fiended for more that was like i said one of our complaints we're like we want more of that arcade yeah, look around i mean i spent good. a lot of time just looking at the environment that's fine with me <laughs> on the updates <laughs> no i'm excited to see what comes no we, I, I encourage people to support it i'll definitely have to make sure i have a review in there so guys now i'm concerned right now nah, i'm wondering if i did i'm gonna go check now and if i didn't after this this interview i'm Shame definitely gonna drop a review speaking of which Thanks guys the game is in the hoop that's i n d a h o o p so type that right into the search bar the oculus store you know go to the bottom where it says view more for the app lab game boom you got this kind of cutting edge vr experience definitely check it out drop a review for them this is a game that i think you know one or two updates with a game mode and online and i I think it's a no-brainer to be on the official store so let's get these guys uh you know like i said 21 ratings isn't bad for app lab but no need let's let's get yeah let's get 79 more yeah let's get these guys there you know (laughs) we we could do better yes (laughs) No, no, I don't. Game. I can't blame. Listen, I can't blame developers because it's like, you know, where you're going to force feed the info into someone's face to get it. So a lot of it has to do with word of mouth and people posting or talking positive. So, you know, again, as consumers, we never knew that you know the power of the the actual power of the rating. We have the yeah, have review. Yeah. yeah, true. And I'd I'd love to see this start be able to make or this game jump to the store the official story yeah. yeah i think i think more people would try it again it's one of those things that a lot of people to i catch 22 is what it is with app lab I you have like, to be an app lab but it's a struggle sometimes to get from app lab to the store and i don't think a lot of people know about app lab still no it's, no. it's still young it's it was yeah, it's been like in february or march I, I, don't I believe so i'm not bitching or anything i'm not complaining uh I just wish that there was a little bit more highlight for you guys, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of talent that I think people aren't being exposed to just because of the difficulties to get it from A to B. Yeah, I think some of the best games are on App Lab. Yeah, they're up-and-comers, too. Cutting-edge stuff like this. Yeah, no. Again, the attention to detail, the lighting, the physics. Physics still blow me away. Even throwing the balls at not where they're supposed to go. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck <laughs> them at the wall and stuff. <laughs> no, the physics work. They work great. I'm just, I'm excited for updates. I'll keep you posted, so guys. No problem. <laughs> so thank you again for joining us, Diego. So we'll, we'll let you get out of here. I know, I know it's late over where you are. It's so afternoon for us. We're yeah, selfish on our end again and keeping it's, this guy up all night. Yeah, late night for you. No problem. It was really nice talking with you. Yeah, you as well. Appreciate your time. Especially knowing, you know, the, the the work schedule is probably burning at both ends. So <laughs> yeah. So I hope you... hats off to you again, my friend. Oh, Thank I'm you. excited to see these updates as well. Okay. I'm going to, to work right now for only <laughs> <laughs> You deserve some rest. <laughs> oh, perfect. All right. Have a great day, my friend. Thank you for joining. Okay, you too. Bye bye. See you soon. <laughs>